This is Sports Best. I mean, this is the super best show coming at you fake live and direct on the Reposted Podcast Network. He is the one and only Andrew Keller, who just drywalled his new house all by himself. I'm Larry Olson. I don't even know what drywall is. Before we get going with the super sports best, Mr. Keller, I have a point of information I'd like to get clarified. Our most loyal of listeners, Uncle Kirk, intern to the show, texted us and said that we might have had a few pops before we recorded our last episode. Should I be flattered by that or offended? I don't know. I think you should be flattered because he knew we were having so much fun and he also knew that Southern Comfort was flowing freely and we were having a good time. I do want to point out drywall is the state of the wall before you have a pickle race, before your pickles slide down the wall in a uh, 80s movie right before the montage. That's what drywall is. Someone once told me that as far as construction goes, like roofers are the lowest on the spectrum and then it's like drywallers are like number two. So if you're a roofer, you're no good and then your drywall is your second no good i would submit that steel workers or the crate no scaffolding people or steel workers are the craziest people i heard some stories on a project i was doing but that's for a different show at a different you know time. Uh, uncle kirk's ears just went scaffolding what huh yeah and case in point kirk is one of the dirtiest people i know <laughs> we talked earlier in the week about how excited we were for the cleveland browns for breaking oh. their nfl longest drought for being in the playoffs and we were excited for them, but they had a couple things pop up. Two of their players, Jedrick Willis and Rashard Higgins, were cited for drag racing. I saw this headline, <laughs> and I was like, no, these guys are wasted. It's 2 a.m. I read the story. They were pulled over at 9.26 a.m. I don't know. This feels like a formality to me or a technicality. What do you think? Do you think this was actually drag racing, or were they just – being silly with their fancy cars. I think this is just a foreshadowing of the real story. Why don't you tell us what really happened to Cleveland this week? Well, the real story is their coach, Coach Stefanski, is going to be on COVID protocol. He is going to miss the game. That does not mean he has COVID, but at least two Browns players, their Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl left guard, Joel Adonio, and wide receiver, and their wide receiver, oh, I can't say his You're name. You're really going with these names today. You're on a roll. Yeah. And two assistant coaches all tested positive for COVID. They might be back if they can beat the Steelers. History kind of says that every time they meet the Steelers in the playoffs, they lose. But I like to think they're going to go for it. So the big question is, are they cursed? Are the Browns cursed? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I would say not. I feel like we said the Cubs were cu cursed for the longest time. And uh, they're not cursed anymore. The Red Sox were cursed. My initial feeling after watching the Browns and Steelers in the regular season finale was that the Browns were going to roll over the Steelers in the first wild card game. Wow. However, saying that, knowing now that their coach will not be there, that one of their assistant coaches will not be there, their all pro tackle will not be playing in the game and buried in the news headlines, they can't go to their team facilities this week. They have to practice virtually on Zoom. So if your coach isn't there and you're practicing on Zoom, what are the chances that you're going to win this game? I'd say there's a 48% chance they're going to win. I'd put 48? almost even money. I'd put almost even money on the win. I don't even know what the line is, but I'd say they might win. And I want to point out that I do believe in curses. The Lions are cursed. That's a cursed franchise. I don't think the Browns are. How do, well, how does the football gods curse people? How does that, how do, what are the rules there? Well, they, ha they have working against them being in Cleveland, the second 
most butt of a joke in the United States is is the Cleveland or the state of Ohio. First would be Florida. I don't know if there's I don't know if there's anything in the history. I mean, they, I don't know. Why do you think they're cursed? Um, I think they're just it's just folly. It's all folly in Cleveland, by the way. Uh, Steelers favored by six. Oh. Steelers favored by six, which but doesn't even money seem like would that. be a bad bet. That's a bad bet by me. Really? If I said even money? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No. Um, I, I, listen. You know, I feel bad for the coach. I don't think this was a malicious thing. Like the Raiders players, they had some COVID issues, mm-hmm. and it was because the players were going to downtown. Stefanski, the coach of the Browns, has a couple of young kids. You know, kids go to school, they get the COVIDs, like there's nothing you do. I actually kind of feel bad for the Browns, so I'm sure other people do too. So this is like the feel-good story of the playoff season if the Browns can actually, you know, win this game and make a run. Something I did see that was positive, that James Harden, since he can't play right now, he went into his kitchen and he's baking up some honey buns for Coach Stefanski. You know what? I love that you're keeping the streak alive. I don't know what it's at, but James Harden onto the onto the Sports Best Show. That's good stuff right there. Um, can we talk for just a second about what we think about the uh, Wild Card Weekend right now? The, the Saints, Super, the Super Super Wild Card Weekend. You know what? Wild, Thank wild, you. Super Wild Card Weekend. That's because for the first time ever, three football games on Saturday and three football games on Sunday. I find it hard to believe that the NFL's never had three playoff games on the same day. And then they could do it. They're going to do it back to back for the first time ever. Yeah, they're going. I mean, all bets are off in COVID, man. No one knows. The Everybody's- two teams that will the two teams that will not be playing this weekend, the Chiefs and the Packers, are the overwhelming favorites to meet in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Followed by the Bills, Saints, Buccaneers, Ravens, Steel- Seahawks, Steelers, Rams, Titans, Colts, Browns, Bears, Washington. Now. My sneaky upset this weekend is the Washington franchise beating your, I can't say the name, please. The top of Brady Gronkineers? Yes, I can't say that name. doesn't come out of my mouth. Like, for some reason, it trips every time. I think the Washington, by the way, there's a little bit of heat going on between the Washington and Tom Brady, Brady Gronkineers, the rookie defensive line. I forget what his name is from Washington, saying, we want, we want Brady. We want Brady. So. Washington's one of those teams, by the way, that like play great defense and are, the score's always tied, like going into the last three minutes. So they know how to win these tight games. So my thought is the only real upset this weekend, which I did put down, is that Washington upsets the Gronkineers. Wow. That's a, that's a long shot bet. Would you be willing to put a dollar on the Washington football franchise winning the Super Bowl at the longest shot? So I give you a dollar and you give me no odds or anything that's all i get yeah i did see that uh people the the gronkineers are the like vegas is a little bit nervous about them because they're kind of middle of the pack on betting and we think that if if tampa brady gronkineers go all the way that's going to really be a hurt on uh, vegas so far they've already reportedly taken a forty thousand dollar bet on the buccaneers winning Gronkineers winning the Super Bowl the biggest bet so far is 115k on the Chiefs I mean if you're a TV guy and you have the rate the Super Bowl on your network I mean you want Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and you want him playing the Chiefs I mean that's the matchup most people would want to see right yeah I think Aaron Rodgers has a pretty big draw just because he's a, a picture but yeah 
I, I mean, I think that's probably the, the most uh, maybe Cleveland. It's kind of like maybe the Lakers Cle- playing. It's kind of like the Lakers playing the Celtics. That's what you want. I don't know. For me, I would love to see the Gronkineers go all the way. I don't see how anybody's getting past the Chiefs, but I'm going to leave hope in my heart. Something that I think would be a really interesting turn during the playoffs is if we got to see a full stadium in the Superdome mm. with mm. the Saints. And interesting. reportedly, Sean Payton, the coach of the Saints, floated the idea. He's like, what if we get 50,000 people tested and quarantine them and test them every day <laughs> so we could have a real full Superdome? Because the Saints and Seattle kind of pride themselves on their home field advantage. And uh, I think that'd be kind of crazy. He probably said it in jest. That was my question. Did he really say this is like a real let's let's quarantine 50,000 people so we can have at the stadium? Or is he just joking? I think that I hate that coaches have to are required to be interviewed because they don't have anything to say, anything new. I mean, maybe if you interview the coaches once a week, but it's it's if I was getting asked the same questions over and over, I'd have a little bit of fun with it. It's kind of like my idea that if you have a Super Bowl ticket, you get the vaccine. Which, by the way, I feel like we need to start on the Twitters and get that going virally to raise money for the people that need the coronavirus vaccine. Here's what I would say about his idea. 50,000 people in New Orleans might do this, but if it was for Alabama, I bet the fans of Alabama would all quarantine and get tested every day so they could be at some game. Yeah. What would would you and your family accept saying, hey, we're going to test you all and we're going to quarantine you for two weeks and everyone else will be quarantined, would you attend the game? You yes. Have to, your, your wife would have to come and your kids. Like, I don't yeah. know if if Karen enjoys being at live football games. I might go full gas mask, like full on <laughs> go to military surplus store, but I would definitely go. Okay. Well, <laughs> you go. I'll buy the beers. Um. So we're not going together? No, I wasn't invited. Oh, okay. I know I ask this question a lot, but do we care – do we care about the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Do we care about that? Who might get into? Do you care, Andrew? I do. Yeah. Okay. I like watching the guys cry at their acceptance speech. The water. Emmett Smith was a was a ball of tears. Well, here's the thing that I would say to all those guys before they give their speeches: keep it short, and they never do. They go on too long, and they lose everybody. It's like the speeches just go on forever. Come on. No. Shorten I mean, it they got to recap their entire career. They started playing when they were kids. It's a good point. I mean, you, you asked this question because the finalists came out and some of these people I hadn't heard of, but like, I'm excited for John Lynch, Peyton Manning. I feel like Peyton Manning is a formality. He's a lock. Yeah. John He's Lynch. a lock. As they say the big other locks would be wide receiver, Calvin Johnson, Charles Woodson, probably defensive Allen, uh, defensive end, Jared Allen, like Rondé Barber. Yeah. 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 Tony Baselli, Tiki, is Tiki already in, or is he not? I mean, Tiki's, that's, Tiki's that's not a difficult in. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I'd wear my jacket every time, be like, "Hey, where's your jacket, bud?" <laughs> well, speaking of Charles Woodson, he was the last non-quarterback or running back to win the Heisman Trophy. The Heisman Trophy was awarded to Alabama's receiver Devontae Smith over the weekend. And uh, that's pretty exciting. The last two non-quarterback running backs were both from Michigan. The other one was in 91. Desmond Howard was a receiver. Charles Woodson was a DB. I feel like this, they snuck this in in the middle of the night. Like a Tuesday night at like 6 o'clock, they did the Heisman Trophy. Like normally, I'll be sitting on the couch on a Saturday and Sunday, be like, oh, the Heisman Trophy presentation, I'll watch that. Like 
They just snuck this thing in in the middle of the night. Over the last two weeks, I have literally out loud said, when is the Heisman ceremony? Like, when is this getting announced? And I kind of looked it up and it, I, it wasn't that easy to find. And then all of a sudden we get the awards. I have a question for you. If you were a college football player and say you were Alabama's quarterback, Mac Jones, five years from now, would you be like, hey, I'm Mac Jones, third runner up in the Heisman voting and <laughs> Like they announced who got second, third, and fourth. I think that's uh, it's it's exciting, but I don't know. No, I think this is what happens with Mac. He's one of those guys that you go like play pickup basketball, and you're at like a gym, and someone kind of whispers, "Like, hey man, it's Mac Jones. Dude finished like in the top five for Heisman voting." Like, oh damn, really? And whether that's a lie or not, you just believe it because you're like, oh that guy's pretty good. Oh yeah. So it's like rumors. I mean, I think I could probably start going into rooms, meeting new people and start conversations with as a Heisman Trophy finalist. (laughs) No one's going to fact check. Most people don't even know who the Heisman was two or three years ago. That's correct. Except for those commercials. Um, The only thing that's really significant about Devontae Smith winning is that Trevor Lawrence did not win the quarterback from Clemson, who my kids have been jocking because they just think he's like the best guy in the whole wide world. And they're like, Dad. How could Trevor Lawrence not win the Heisman Trophy? Blah, blah, blah. Well, he got the COVIDs. I think that's one of the things. But immediately after Clemson was knocked out of the playoffs, he announced that he was going to go pro. So he is never going to win the Heisman Trophy. And I think he is truly the best player in college football. It's kind of one of those things where everyone knew he was the best, like they do with LeBron. Yeah. LeBron yeah. doesn't win the MVP every year, even though who he is. So it's kind of a, well, I mean... You know, also, Devontae Smith, I don't know how much of the Alabama um, Notre Dame game you watched, but he was, it was like two different leagues were playing. It was yeah. crazy. Oh, for sure. I, and I'm not sure of this, but I think that like Peyton Manning, like another one of those guys, you're like, oh, he's all world. He's going to go, he's going to be a, uh, I don't think he won the Heisman either. I think he's got a little Trevor Lawrence in him. Yeah. I, it's, it's a, tr- it's a tricky thing to be at a big enough program where you get the exposure to, yeah get the nod because i mean um, jerry rice played in small uh central arkansas i forget where he played but like i can't think of other examples ojo cinco oh people like the people that break out to go on in the nfl i feel like don't get the accolades because they have to stay hungry if you're at the top of your game and you get the heisman maybe you're a little bit less driven you have to put yourself you got to stay uncomfortable man as miles davis (laughs) once said I don't know if this is a socially acceptable term here on the Sports Pass program, but Uh-oh. the National Hockey League is pimping out its divisions. Is that fair? To, is that a term that's fair to use on the show? The National Hockey League is trying to be like NASCAR. That's the only thing I can think of in this story. Pimping out is not, that's not the correct terminology I'm looking for. Uh, I guess pimping out is maybe the best word. Don't, <laughs> don't hate the player, hate the game. Baby. So the National Hockey League is selling. Uh, the right naming rights to its divisions. Now that seems kind of crazy, but let's just hear them real quick. So like the divisions are going to be known as the Scotia NHL North, the Honda NHL West, the Discover NHL Central, and the Mass Mutual NHL East. So I don't know how many times I kind of sometimes use these terms because I do sportscasts, but like I don't know how much how much bang for their buck Mass Mutual is getting. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're well, I think like ESPN or whoever broadcasts NHL games will contractually be required to say these things, kind of like you said you do for the radio. You have to say it, but I don't I think it'll take a while for the general public to to adapt. 
Because I remember even when NASCAR got Nextel to do the above the line sponsorship, I always thought of the Winston Cup because it's like you get used to something. Yeah. We yeah. still have a hard time saying the Washington football team. Like it's going to take a while. I, I agree. I don't think they can get there much bang for their buck, but uh, I guess good on the NHL for getting some, getting some. My thing is, I'm always surprised there's not more advertising. Like if you watch a European soccer game, they got sponsorships oh, yeah. all over the jerseys. They're, they got names, sponsors for everything. I'm And then, you know, you listen to sports talk radio a little bit. People are like, I'm up in arms. How could the hockey do this? I'm oh. like, what? Like, they're making money. What What does it matter if there's a patch on someone's jersey? It just, to me, it makes no sense. I like this idea, whatever. NHL needs to make money so they can play hockey. Cool. Go for it. I challenge you to find any sports talk radio personality that is not up in arms every single day. Well, you know what? They wake up in arms. You're right. They wake up in arms. Well, the worldwide pandemic has been a hoax, and Kristen Saban just broke the story wide open. No, I don't think we have time. I don't think we have time. I would have time to tell people that there's go back to work. Let's reopen Los Angeles County. Oh, what a train wreck. I can't imagine this. So Nick Saban's daughter basically took it upon herself to say that Ohio State is faking covid cases and she well i'll just read the tweet she said if you're not confident to play then call it i call bs on covid cases they're just worried about their qb who is justin fields and want him to have more time to heal if he's hurt put in your backup you didn't see us postpone the rest of the season to wait for a waddle bye <laughs> and then she deleted it oh nick saban probably got so red what color red did he turn was he fire engine red when he saw that you know, if I'm Alexandra Sabin or whatever her daughter, whatever the daughter's name is, like, that's yeah. a fine thought. You make that joke to one of your friends. Maybe you make it to your auntie. Maybe you don't tweet that if you're Nick, Dave, Nick Saban's daughter. That's the whole thing. Maybe just don't tweet that. Maybe don't tweet that in general. Like, even if you're not related <laughs> to Nick Saban, cut it out. Like, what a, what a shenanigan hot take to have. I'm a big fan of shenanigans. I know you're – so, actually, let's say – I would say you might actually tweet that, but you wouldn't delete it. Hold Here's on. If you're going to tweet this, don't delete it. Double down and be like, yeah. I have a real strict policy, which I'm trying to adhere to, that I do not bring my phones to events where I drink a lot. I know we don't have a lot of events, but when I know I'm going to drink a lot at home, I hide my phone just because I don't want to send text, tweets, anything as <laughs> stupid. When I, just so. That's my yeah. policy. Don't we be like stupid. to call that the Roseanne policy. The Roseanne <laughs> policy. You don't want to get in trouble for. Oh man, she went on a tirade. You know what? Twenty twenty one. Let's get in more trouble here on Sports Best. Let's get in some trouble. All right, pimping ain't easy. <laughs> pimping ain't easy. He's Andrew Keller. He drywalled his whole house. I'm Larry Olson. I don't even know what drywall is. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>